0: Hello and welcome to episode 163 of the Tennis Podcast. I'm your host Nick and I'm joined by a guest sidekick host today. Brandon is still taking some time away so today I'm joined by Art from Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. Art, how are you doing?
1: Hey Nick, I'm doing well, my man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we couldn't get Andy, couldn't even get Mr. Bunker, so no, no, we're no, here with no. Art. Now he's got, you know, he's got side projects that he does. Um, Right now, he's trying to like sue TMZ because they keep, you know, trying to take Mm -hmm. photos of him inappropriately. This is Bunker
0: we're talking about, not Andy, right?
1: (laughs) No, it's actually both of them right now. So um, they're kind of involved in this like legal scandal. It's this whole thing. I don't like to get involved, you know. I'm like you, Nick. I'm easygoing. Mm -hmm. I'm a cat dad. That's kind of where I'm at in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. I'm a dad to a few living things.
0: That's true. The cat just happens to be my favorite of those. <laughs> well, anyway, Art and his co-host Andy, they have the podcast Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time. Hilarious, amazing podcast. <laughs> on your show, you delve into the world of conspiracies, paranormal, UFOs, all things bizarre. And in fact, uh, our very own Brandon was a guest on your show back in... That's right. I think December 2020, you discussed the Elisa Lamb case. That's right. Do you want to take like 30 seconds? To tell us a little more about your pod yeah. or anything else you want to say?
1: The basic premise of the show is every week Andy and I get duped. We get captured by the titular Mr. Bunker. He's a real person. Uh, he takes us to his very real, 100% true, secret underground bunker. He forces us to podcast about these topics because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, Andy and I, we're, we're skeptics on most of these uh, paranormal UFO conspiracy-based topics. But he forces us to podcast about him to sh- send out that stuff into the world and see if he can make us believe or anybody else, so.
0: Yeah, it's a really good show. Tons of episodes. Go check it out. But Thank you. But, all right, you talk conspiracies against your will for, because right. of Mr. Bunker on your show. <laughs> I wanted to find a topic for you to guess that was um, kind of in the same, like, general arena, but not sure. quite conspiracy. Conspiracy is hard to do a top 10 list on. Yeah, so I landed dark. on... What's that? It gets a little dark, a little a little sad. Yeah. Uh, uh well, interesting segue because we're going to get very dark and sad on today's episode oh, as well. all right, let's go. We're talking about the top 10
1: best creepy pastas oh, wow. in the history of the internet. Wow. The whole internet. The whole internet. This is like spaghetti and penne mm-hmm. and bow tie. These are things like that, right, Nick? Fusilli,
0: macaroni. That's absolutely. Right. Yeah. Tell me, like, in one or two sentences, your
1: understanding of what a creepypasta is. So, I'm familiar with the term creepypasta, and I know that they are, like, shared stories on the internet of, like, scary stories, scary encounters, whether they are real, mostly probably made up, usually involving made up creatures or people. And then yeah. um, sometimes I think they can evolve from just like a creepy image that somebody finds. And then, you know, there was some forum back in the Web 1.0 days that somebody was like, oh, do you know the real story behind this? hmm. I think that's what how I view a creepypasta.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you pretty much nailed it. Wow. Let me uh, tell you what the official definition from our friends at Wikipedia is. OK. It says creepypastas are horror related legends or images that have been copied and pasted around the Internet. These internet entries are often brief, user-generated, paranormal stories intended to scare, frighten, or discomfort readers. The interesting thing about creepypastas, when I started looking into this topic, going in, I thought, oh, man, I don't even know, could I name more than like one or two creepypastas? Yeah. And I think most people listening that might be saying the same thing. I know you're probably saying the same thing. Yeah. Like, how many creepypastas can I really guess? But I'm confident that you and the listeners know more than you think, because it's one of those... Okay. Internet culture things that's kind of embedded into the internet ecosystem, and you don't even realize that's true.
1: I bet you I can get number one and number two. When I started to think about it, it's like, okay, I probably know what number one is for sure, Mm -hmm. and maybe number two, but I don't know. The rest, mm, I might be surprised. I'll help you out
0: here. And a lot of these, in fact, all of them are accompanied by images that are viral. So a lot of times, people like the listeners, you might have seen these images on the internet and not even realized that it yeah. became famous through a creepypasta. So, just want everyone to, right. to keep that in mind. I'm going to handhold your asses through this. Handhold <laughs> your asses through this. Wow. How right? tender.
1: <laughs> Jeez, what service you get when you guest on Tennis Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a good example of a creepypasta
0: is, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil one of these just so everyone oh boy, can kind of get go. in the right mindset. This is probably who you were going to think is number one. And spoiler, yeah. he's not. Slender Man.
1: What? Is I'm not outraged. number
0: one. <laughs> How can this be? <laughs> this is the conspiracy that Mr. Bunker wants uh, you to find out. Is it a conspiracy that Slender Man's not number one?
1: I think it is. I'm saying plausible case confirmed on this one. That's got to be number one. That's the number one creepypasta. <laughs> right.
0: Like, I disagree with this list. I think that's number one. Slender Man's by far the most famous creepypasta. And yeah, Slender Man originated from creepypasta. It's since kind of evolved into its whole thing. We'll talk oh, yeah. about it. Let me acknowledge my sources real quick. Wikipedia, obviously, the Creepypasta Files on fandom.com, and the list itself, the ranking comes from the thetoptens.com, where an uh, author published this list of Creepypastas, and the website visitors voted on the best one. So that's what you're going to guess. What are the thousands of readers of this website voting as the top Creepypastas? All right. And when they say top, they mean like the scariest. The
1: scariest. Okay, so the scariest. Got it. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, should we talk about Slender Man since I already spoiled it? Let's talk about Slender Man. This is a very skinny guy. Skinny guy. <laughs> <laughs> Still a hell of an ass on him though. I'd well, he's say. the closest to actual pasta. He's so spaghetti like. <laughs> he is. He's very
0: He reminds me Well, hang on, I'll get to that. All right. Okay, Slenderman is not number one. If I had a gun to my head, if I had pasta held up to my asshole before right. and said, "Nick, who is the most famous, scariest, well-known creepy pasta in all of human history?" I would have yeah.
1: said, "Fucking of course, Slenderman." Nope, of course. number three. I guess is Slenderman really that scary? If we're going off of scariness. He can be a little silly. Like, his images are pretty scary. Yeah. Like, especially his OG images where he originally came from, from some uh, Photoshop contest on some forum, I think. Correct, yeah. Those are kind of creepy. They're unsettling, but... They are. I feel like he's become such a meme that it's like, okay, maybe he's not as scary anymore. So I can get that, actually. Yeah,
0: I have notes on that exact thing. Like, he started as very creepy, I think, like, legitimately disturbing but just through all the memes And terrible movies that have been made And everything else
1: that has happened mm-hmm. like It's really it's, He needs some new PR people to help him out here. <laughs> We need to get behind the, the Slender Man I think Gumby is being rebooted soon So I think Slender Man and Gumby should get together They should combine that Maybe he's like Gumby's like, creepy friend Like no one wants yeah. him to visit He's very Gumby-esque I think Gumby's way scarier than Slender Man though By the way <laughs> I
0: think I agree with you on that. (laughs) Let me tell you a little bit about this guy. He was first created on the Something Awful forum by a user named Eric Knudsen, also known as Victor Surge, listener of the show, in 2009. The thread was a Photoshop contest, just like you said, in which users were challenged to create paranormal images. So, this guy Eric, he uh, posted, he contributed two black and white images of groups of children to which added a tall, thin, spectral figure wearing a black suit. So everyone can picture Slender Man in their head. Right. And by the way, in the show notes of this episode, I'm going to have a link to all the famous images accompanying these creepy posters. So you'll see the Slender Man photo on there. Really uh, disturbing. He's influenced by HP Lovecraft creatures. So after this original, these original photos were shared, the Slender Man soon went viral and divorced from its original creator. And the Slender Man became the subject of a myriad of stories by multiple authors within an overarching mythos. Art, you kind of explained his noodly appearance. Oh, yeah. But you left
1: out that he wears a suit. That's true. And he's faceless. That's true. He does wear a suit. He's, he's perpetually in a state of interviewing for a job that he probably doesn't want. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine why he's constantly wearing that suit. But, um, you know, I mean, I feel for the guy. I I wish he didn't have to stalk playgrounds and and abduct children. I mean, that is horrific and horrible. It should be condemned, really. I just, you know, maybe he he should have just gone out for that job interview, you know? Or maybe he could like stalk and abduct like B-list celebrities, like Gary (laughs) Busey or something. Like, you know, are we? uh? (laughs) Mario Lopez needs to be like taken by the Slender Man. I just need to see that movie or whatever. (laughs) It'll come eventually with all the shitty movies I'm about to tell you about. (laughs) That's like a kind of a Hallmark movie. I like that. (laughs) We'll co-write that one, Nick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let's work on that. So stories, you mentioned it here, stories of Slender Man often have him stalking, abducting, traumatizing children. Uh, He became a pop culture icon although he's not confined to a single narrative. And that is part of the reason media scholar and folklorist Andrew Peck, another listener of the show, he attributes the success of the Slender Man to its highly collaborative nature. In these respects, the Slender Man is similar to campfire stories or urban legends, which is interesting. I mean, I think that
1: makes a lot of sense. That's yeah, I mean, part of the reason he became so popular. That's the internet, right? It's people saw those images and it conjured up different things in different people's minds and they built a communal lore around it. And that's why I think mm-hmm. he's got video games, he's got movies, uh, true crime things involving him, right? I hope I'm not getting yeah. ahead of myself again. <laughs> yeah, you are, but that's all right. <laughs> Tell me, have you seen the video series Marble Hornets on YouTube? Oh, yeah. Okay. Marble Hornets came out when I was in college. A friend of mine who was much more internet savvy than, than me. Like shared it with me. And I was like, well, I don't really like scary stuff. I don't like being scared. And he was like, no, 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 you got to watch it. And oh, my God, that stuff terrified me. Yeah. It was so good. It was so well done.
0: Yeah. It's just some guy making YouTube videos with, I think, a handheld camera.
1: Yeah.
0: It's been a minute since I've watched him. But yeah, they were really good. I was impressed with them.
1: I want to say that at the end of it all, they did get some kind of development deal with some kind of company. Maybe this is my own fan fiction creepypasta. It wouldn't surprise me. So I, I, I definitely hope for the best for them because that was awesome. It was yeah. very well done.
0: That's one of the works, Marble Hornets, still on YouTube, between 2009 and 2014. That, uh, one of the things that kind of propelled Slender Man to his famous status. But after that, he got video games and movies. He had a 2018 feature film called Slender Man. I did not see it, but it has an almost unheard of 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Have you seen <laughs> this piece of shit? I've not seen this piece of shit movie, no. I wanted it to be good. When I heard yeah. it was bad, I didn't bother. But like, because I think Slenderman has some potential for like, a, you know, effective
1: horror film. I think it does. Film, I think they got to hit him up with like the Baba Duke treatment where it's like, <laughs> or like the Jaws treatment where it's like you don't really see him. He's alluded to. You don't see him till the end. Just like Marble Hornets did that. Just like Marble Hornets. You never actually, they would like put him in the background. Like he'd be mm-hmm. like you'd see him like in the edge of a forest and you'd be like, is that actually him? Like you couldn't yeah, actually tell. you could miss him sometimes. When you um, let your brain do the imagination in, in a horror story, that is like when it's actually the scariest, right? Totally agree, yeah. So yeah, I'm sure there'll be more Slender Man movies, they'll have another chance. But
0: one more thing you jumped ahead on that I'm going to talk about now is the true crime that happened. In May 2014, two 12-year-old girls in Wisconsin, your neighbor's pretty close. That's right,
1: neighbors to the north.
0: <laughs> yeah. They held down and stabbed a 12-year-old classmate 19 times. God fucking damn. I forgot it was 19 times. Yeah. When questioned later by authorities, these 12-year-old girls claimed they were wished to they wished to commit the murder as a first step to becoming proxies for the Slenderman. They also stated that they were afraid that Slenderman would kill their families if they did not commit the murder. And of course, this was part of an HBO documentary in 2016, which is good but tragic, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, there's some mental illness going on there too. But that event, this real crime of this child being murdered, that led to a real shift in Slenderman's kind of acceptance, I guess I'll say online. A lot of blogs that were devoted to Slenderman shut down or became less popular. His presence in mainstream pop culture declined. And in the late 2010s, an increase in benevolent portrayals of Slender Man, with many depictions of him from this period portraying him as an anti-hero who protects victimized children from bullies, hmm. although often by violent means. So he's kind of becomes a superhero in some okay. versions of the story.
1: Are you listening? Marvel, Disney Plus? Are we going to see uh, the book <laughs> of Slender plus.
0: Man? <laughs> <laughs> Disney fucking Plus, Jesus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I'd be so there for that. And
0: instead of shooting webs out of his wrist he shoots fucking spaghetti noodles at you Ah, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah there we go hire <laughs> us disney we're ready we got this ip <laughs> and listen to this fucking thing the last note on slender man in
0: some of these you know good guy slender man versions he has a daughter named skinny sally
1: <laughs>
0: is that not the stupidest fucking
1: shit that's so bad i just hate slender <laughs> man now i hate him i used to like yeah him. Uh, well, you know, he's slender, so she's skinny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez, skinny Sally. All right, well, that was Slender Man. He was number three. You said you had
1: maybe two guesses that would be high. What was your other one? There is a very famous image that still scares me to this day. I don't like it. I mean, I don't know about you, Nick. I'm a bit of a, I'll admit it on air, I'm a bit of a scaredy cat. Don't particularly like horror movies or scary things. I get scared by things easily, but, you know, I can see the enjoyment. I get it. I understand it. But the other thing would be Jeff the Killer. Mm -hmm. This is a cursed image, is what I would call it. Yes. Can you explain? He is on the list, but first explain the image
0: to us, to the listeners.
1: Jeff the Killer, it is an image of, I think it's like a dog. Maybe not. It might just be a person. Um, But the contrasting or whatever they did to it in Photoshop, they deep fried the fuck out of this image mm-hmm. and then they cursed it. You know, it's like something out of dank memes, right? But <laughs> it's, it. it's really blown out. So like there's like a bunch of white and then there's like all this red. It looks like this creature has like this one tiny black eye and then one regular sized eye yeah. and then snarling. It's just it's very um, it's unsettling. It's unsettling. Yeah, I think the listeners,
0: you will recognize this photo if you haven't yeah. already thought of it in your head. In the show notes, click on the image for number one, you'll see this, this guy. By the way, a surprise, you're cursed for listening to this podcast. Fucking sorry, oh. not sorry.
1: <laughs> You've got the tennis pod curse. Yeah, now you can eat nothing but hot dogs for the rest of your life. Sorry. That's right. That's what I was going to say. Is you will bathe in hot dog water and eat nothing but hot dogs the rest of your life. <laughs> Congrats. There's worse things to bathe in, to be fair. There might be. Yeah, there might be. No, there definitely is. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do that on another podcast. Top 10 worst things to bathe in.
0: (laughs) All right, let me tell you about Jeff the Killer. He can be traced back to 2008. He's number one, by the way, if I forgot to say that. Number one. Ooh, number one. He is a creepypasta usually accompanied by a picture of a white face looking into the camera, smiling in an unsettling manner. He's usually accompanied by the term, go to sleep. Here's the story. A teenager named Jeff is attacked by a group of bullies. The fight ends with Jeff being nearly uh, arrested for assault, which his brother, Lou, takes the blame for, getting taken away, resulting in Jeff becoming depressed and introverted. His parents force him to go to a party where he runs into the bullies again. There, they douse him with alcohol and set him on fire. After being discharged and having his bandages removed, he becomes insane, carving his own face to leave a smilescape scar uh, scar burning off his eyelids, which will make sense when you see the photo, and he kills his own family. Oh. So this is, yeah, you said you didn't like horror. Here you go. A little extreme. He becomes a serial killer who sneaks into houses at night and whispers go to sleep to his victims before killing them. Yikes. quickly became one of the most popular creepypastas and would inspire many other stories, including Jane the Killer. Hmm.
1: So, Art, how terrified are you now that I read you that? I'm probably at a good, like, you know... Six or seven out of ten. Um, I have trouble falling asleep at night, so I think if Jeff the Killer found me in my bed and he's like, go to sleep, I'd be like, well, I can't. I'm having trouble. I need to take a melatonin. I should have taken one before I came up to bed, and he'd be like, I don't care. Or maybe he'd go get one for no, me. No, he'd be like, all right, I'll, I'll wait. And then he's just like in the corner looking at his watch waiting for you to go to sleep. Yeah, it's like, sorry, I just I got a lot on my mind. Work was really busy today. There's like podcast stuff I have to do, and he's just like, I He's I, like, no, I get it, I get it.
0: I can yeah, wait, I though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was created by Deviant Art user Suucer, and the story that I just read you wasn't actually made by him, but rather a fan of his earlier work. So the story I read wasn't the original, but it is the most famous retelling. Okay, that's Jeff the Killer. He is a spooky some bitch, I'll tell you. And I wouldn't want him staring at me over my bed, telling me anything, no. especially go to sleep.
1: Definitely feels like a sleep paralysis demon that somebody conjured up. Um, you would see because it's very like blobby it's not like a fully featured face so um, definitely something I think you could see in your mind's eye while trying to fall asleep yes
0: that's great (laughs) you're welcome you're welcome (laughs) there's another creepypasta that is extremely related to sleep does that ring any bells for you? (sighs) sleep's in the name in fact um sleep i don't know i don't got. let anything. me tell you 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 might not even be thinking this well one maybe you haven't heard of it but two a lot of people assume this is a true story oh because it's been told uh with such uh hmm. I don't know realism and there's been movies and books about it that some people think this was a real experiment okay this russian sleep experiment
1: oh no way that's a creepypasta i didn't
0: know yeah. that that's neat And this one also comes with an image that most people have probably seen. It has, like, the creepy, like, kind of, how
1: would you describe Punched-over dude,
0: golem-looking fella. Yeah, like a golem-looking guy. Yeah. Looks really fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give a quick warning to the listeners. This is the most disturbing and most gross and unsettling creepypasta of the night. Oh, okay. you heard it here first. And Art, I'm glad you, as someone who doesn't love horror can be here to witness it with me. <laughs> Have you read the story or heard
1: of it? You know at least the premise, right? I'm familiar with the premise. I've seen the images. I've perused it. Maybe I've skimmed it, perhaps to think if it could fit into a, you know, a, a topic of our own. But um, no, I've never actually uh, read the story. Well, it's number four on the list, by the way. It tells oh, okay. the
0: tale of five test subjects being exposed to an experimental sleep inhibiting Stimulant in Soviet era Scientific experiment which has Become the basis of an urban legend and again I think there's a certain percentage of people that Just assume this was a real thing Yeah the story originated From a forum challenging users to create The scariest urban legend it was Originally posted to the creepypasta wiki In August 2010 by a user named Orange Soda whose <laughs> real name is currently Unknown and I love
1: the okay Like well, <laughs> it might have been Kel From Keenan and Kel he loves orange soda he does love orange soda and he loves fucking self-mutilation too
0: apparently he might he
1: might (laughs) whatever happened to that guy continued to try and do comedy he did a few things i think he tried to do music at 1.2 yeah that sounds right yeah
0: yeah he was the better of the two by the way right we all agree on that
1: keenan thompson fans are absolutely well I don't know. I mean Keenan's pretty fucking funny. Sure, but Keenan Keenan yeah. has reached a level of funniness where SNL can kind of just pan to him making a reaction and he just does it and people are like, That's funny. And then he just gets paid like, you know, thirty thousand dollars and then he just goes home and he's happy. Yeah. I mean I don't know. I mean, he did that Fat Albert movie years ago. Do you remember that? <laughs> That's true. I kind of outside of SNL, I don't think that he's had the uh he's had the most success, but um No. Yeah. No. I wish Kel the best. I wish Kel the best. <laughs>
0: All right, so let's get into the story. The story recounts an experiment in 1947 in a covert Soviet test facility. In a military-sanctioned scientific experiment, five prisoners that were deemed enemies of the state were kept in a sealed gas chamber with an airborne stimulant continually administered to keep the subjects awake for 30 consecutive days. Art, you have trouble sleeping. Have you ever not fallen asleep for 30 days?
1: No. What's the longest you've gone, you think? I mean, I've stayed up well over 25. I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever even done a 48-hour all-nighter. No, I, I definitely have not. And not recently. I mean, this was like peak, you know, mm-hmm. college, high school, like when you could just stay up till when I, t- pull, a, pull an all-nighter and just be like, yeah, I'm going to knock out this final and then pass out for like six hours and be fine yep. the next day. Like, and then not pass the final. <laughs> fail the final, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, fail the final. I did anyway. So I want everyone out there to think about it. Think about the most tired you've ever been. Maybe you've stayed up for a full 24, maybe even 48 hours. I bet very few people have stayed up past 48 hours. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Now think about staying up for 30 days in a row. It's inhuman. So I don't even know if that's possible, by the way, but just the very thought of it, it's fucked up. So these prisoners, they were forced to stay awake against their will for 30 days. They were falsely promised that they would be set free from the prison if they completed the experiment in 30 days. Remember, these are prisoners of war. The subjects behaved as usual during the initial five days, talking to each other and whispering to the researchers through the one-way looking glass, though it was noted that their discussions gradually became darker in subject matter. This is where shit goes crazy, so we're at five days out of 30. A man rips out his own vocal cords, uh, for example, among other things. Have you ever done that art, ripped out your own vocal cords?
1: You know, occasionally, um, yeah. I, you know, when, it, when, when, you know, you're trying to sing in the shower and then you don't sound as good outside the shower, you're just like, you know what, screw this. I'm never going to make it. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, fucking absolutely. Yeah. Been there. Today I was there. Did yeah. <laughs> so on the 15th day, the researchers decided to turn off the stimulating gas because they were getting worried about th- what they were hearing in there. They reopened the <laughs> now chamber. Now they were getting worried. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know, what's bad if they're worried for these prisoners, you know, (laughs) the subjects did not want the gas to turn off for fear they would fall asleep. Upon looking inside the the researchers, this is, they discovered that the four surviving subjects had performed lethal and severe mutilation and disembowelment on themselves during the past few days. And they even tore off flesh, muscles, and removed internal organs, practiced self-cannibalism and more. I will not spoil the rest, but it is a truly chilling story, and the ending is haunting. I'm gonna think about. I read the ending today, and I'm gonna think about it for a while. Wow, it's a fucked up story. I mean, it's jeez, it's the real deal. So, some people may have heard about the story from uh, some films that have come out, including one called "The Russian Sleep Experiment." I always see it recommended to me on Amazon Prime, but I've yet to watch it. (laughs)
1: Uh, That is an Amazon Prime movie They're like, hey, you watched The Expanse You might like this weird piece of garbage that no one's ever seen You're like, "Yeah, well, maybe I'm just looking for Back to the Future or something
0: (laughs) I don't want to watch this
1: (laughs) Which is true, I was literally looking for Back to the Future The other day
0: (laughs) It is considered by some To be the greatest and most shared creepypasta Ever made Dread Central's, they had an editor That called it one of the most shocking and impactful Urban legends of the internet age much of the online and offline debate surrounds the belief held by many that the story is real rather than fiction, with many articles therefore seek to debunk this claim. So there might be a conspiracy angle there for your show. Oh,
1: okay. There we go.
0: The creepyposs is often shared alongside the image of a grotesque demonic figure. We talked about that.
1: Upon further research,
0: the image is actually the original image. It is a life-size animatronic Halloween prop named Spasm. <laughs>
1: All right, kind of fitting in. I think we could fit that into our Gumby universe that we're making, our Gumby cinematic universe. (laughs) Spasm, Slenderman, Pokey and Gumby. If you zoom out from that image, because it's pretty
0: close up, it's probably not scary anymore, right? (laughs) I mean, it probably looks really fake. There's something about the lighting and the angle that just makes it look real.
1: That's true. That is true. Like, there's people who just know how to like crop something the right way. Yeah. It's like MySpace images. Like, they just knew how to crop things the right way to, like, hide all the imperfections. (laughs) Some people know how to crop things the right way.
0: Others know how to crap things
1: the right way. (laughs) Too true. Too true, Nick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Too true, indeed. Too true. My last note is a review from one of the voters on this website where I got this ranking from, which is thetop10s.com. They said, while reading the Russian sleep experiment, I felt myself get physically unhealthy. I grew dizzy and my breathing seemed to grow difficult. possibly as an attempt to hold back vomiting. Repeatedly, I said, oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Jeez, that could work as like a review for like Taco Bell or like, you know, like it also (laughs) works as a review for that. It's a little over the top. Let's come on. Like okay, a little over the top.
0: I read reviews for my podcast here on the show. So I probably should have just saved that for and pretended (laughs) it was a review for the show. I don't think anyone would have blinked an (laughs) eye.
1: Damn, you guys get some haters on those one stars. (laughs) I could have said, yeah, those sound like Bunker fans. (laughs) Those sound like Bunker five-star reviews. (laughs) That's it for that. So if you do like being scared or
0: freaked out, I recommend it. That's the Russian Sleep Experiment at four. You already got three Slender Man and one Jeff the Killer. I think those are undoubtedly the three most famous. You might have trouble with the rest, but let's see if you have any. Anything else coming to mind? Is
1: Brian Pepper's a creepypasta? Is that like an image?
0: I don't know, but it's, mm. it's not in the top 10. Might right. be. well, then uh, do you want to try giving a good fucking guess this time?
1: <laughs> what about the Tickle Monster? <laughs> <laughs> what about the Boogeyman, Nick? Does the Boogeyman make an appearance? You know, the Boogeyman probably, that probably does constitute as <laughs> a creep, like the original creepypasta, right? That is like an a... original creepypasta. I mean, yeah. uh, you know. I don't know what your boogeyman looked like. I feel like mine was like that dude from, uh, uh, was it Ghost Rider? Or maybe it was Goosebumps. He was like a purple dude, and he's like, he was like always oozing. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we have a similar reference base, so maybe you know that reference. But. I don't,
0: but okay. are you, I'm th- when you said that, I'm thinking of the like, pudding monster on the Candyland board.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that works too. Sure. That's, who That's who I'm what my boogeyman, boogeyman always
0: kind of looked like. Yeah. Listen, let me help you out here. Number five is, I think, semi-well-known. I'd, I'd heard of it before, I did, before today. There's a famous Nickelodeon cartoon that supposedly has an unreleased
1: episode. Is this ringing any bells? Hmm. Is it involve Rugrats? No. And then this is one where Tommy and the gang, they all, like, I don't know. They accidentally... Do you remember that episode of Rugrats where Tommy Pickles gets abducted? Like, that's a creepypasta in and of itself. Is that it? That I definitely watched a ton of Rugrats. <laughs> I don't remember that one, though. Okay. There's definitely an episode to where Tom Tommy Pickles Dad. gets abducted by two strangers. Oh. They leave a ransom note for the Pickles family. And then Tommy is such a lovable little hassle that they yeah. end up driving him back. So <laughs> It's like Brandon, my, si- my real sidekick goes. <laughs> it's a lovable hassle. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That is it, does it involve rugrats?
0: No, but I, re- I remember that episode now. Okay, uh, but this is uh, SpongeBob. Oh,
1: there's a certain
0: character that commits suicide. I mean, if there's one Have character, you heard this,
1: commit- it's gotta be Squidward. It's Squidward, he's, yeah, he's the most depressed, <laughs> <laughs> he's the most accurate portrayal of like you know, <laughs> just humans, me, yeah, like on we, yeah. like adult, like, yeah, life, yeah, so it's gotta
0: be Squidward. Squidward, yeah. Squidward's Suicide is number five. Wow. And this one comes with an image people will probably recognize. Again, find it in the show notes. The story was posted from an anonymous user from 7chan's Paranormal Forum. Here's how it goes. The full story is told from the perspective of a person who interned at Nickelodeon Studios in 2005. They said that they and some coworkers received a tape to edit titled Squidward's Suicide for the Spongebob show. The staff initially assumed it was just an office prank. In the first-hand account, the video consists of Squidward preparing for a concert, as Squidward does. After he finishes playing at the concert, the crowd jeers at him. The next shot shows Squidward forlornly sitting on a bed while strange and upsetting noises play and become louder in the background. The scene is spliced with quick flashes of murdered children. Each time the noise is getting louder when cutting back to Squidward, now bearing red, hyper-realistic eyes. Have you seen that image?
1: No. That sounds absolutely terrifying. Yeah.
0: Well, it ends with a voice commanding him to kill himself, which he does. Jesus. So that's, Lord. That's the story. Now, what's really even more interesting and disturbing about this is, now, I haven't watched this, but apparently when this creepypasta came out, it came with a video. Oh, wow. That actually sh- showed images of what I was describing to you. But in that video, which has since been removed, although I think you can still find bits and pieces and, like, remakes of it, but it showed murdered children. Jesus. And the children that were murdered are, to this day, unknown and have never been identified. Ugh. Was what I read here. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but that's what I read. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, thank you. I'll take my nautical neighbors and my nautical nonsense and my... uh... You know, Band Camp, whatever that episode was called, Band Leader, that great one where they play the Super yeah, Bowl—the best. I'll one, take that sure. over this. This is uh, this is a little too much for me. Yeah, no, I agree.
0: That 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 <laughs> is such a good that episode holds up. I watched it the other day with my kids. Yeah,
1: and my cat. It's great. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be the number one. Like being able to share SpongeBob mm-hmm. with the next generation. I mean, come on, that's it's yeah. it. It holds up even to today. It's it's a it's a very funny oh, show. I was laughing my ass off the whole time, and it doesn't deserve this treatment. Let's leave poor Spongebob alone. I'm cool with the YouTube poops. I don't know who's listening to this. <laughs> I hope the makers of this are listening, because I'm not, I'm not a fan of this. Yeah. Well,
0: it says the creator's unknown. Well. Last note is a review from this website from one of the voters. They say, of all the mind-numbingly creepy material I have seen and read over the years, this creepy pasta disturbed me the most. They describe the scenes in the story so well, putting brain-assaulting images in your head that are difficult to remove.
1: Brain assaulting, brain assaulting Jeez images. Louise. Yeah, that's pretty disturbing. Yeah, you know, I did warn you
0: today, didn't I? No, I no that's true.
1: Some... And and I'm prepared for it, Nick. And I, I'm prepared for it. But I have to say that one probably is that's pretty disturbing to me. That's that that one's ranking up higher on my list. I think. Uh, well, that was number five. Okay. Do you need more hints, or I'm guessing you're kind of tapped? Out. I might need a hint because I don't think I have any more creepy pastas in the in the bank. <laughs> In the old... Uh... The creepy cabinet, the creepy cabinet where I keep my creepy pasta and my other creepy grains, my <laughs> creepy lentils. It's all empty. Creepy <laughs> lentils.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. Tell me if you've heard of this guy. He is a sadistic killer clown. Is it Homie who... the Clown?
1: Is it who? Homie the Clown. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a Chicago urban legend. Homie the Clown. Oh, uh, I haven't was heard a that. killer clown that stalked the south side of Chicago. Urban legend though, not real. Might have been real. Uh, there was like a clown phase that you might remember that went on in like the aughts, the mid aughts. late it came out, right? Yeah. And then uh, like there was just like people walking around in like in the park in like clown outfits, like kind of yeah, getting the rocks that. off, like scaring people. It's like, all right. Okay. Yeah. Settle
0: down. There's another potential episode for uh, Mr. Bunker to force you That's into. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, this the guy I'm talking about is named Laughing Jack. Mm. He's number nine. On the top 10 best creepypastas according to these people he was first created by steve akins and he appears in the stories laughing jack he is a sadistic killer clown who was originally an imaginary friend to a little boy that is until the boy forgot about him laughing jack used to be a colorful tan skinned clown which seems like oddly specific tan skinned clown right? Who Don't know any of a- that
1: descriptor, but <laughs> ooh dokie. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: anyway, he'd wear a brilliant rainbow attire with shaggy red hair and a long cone nose. He visits children, most of them lonely or neglected, pretends to be their imaginary friend, I'm guessing like speaking to them. However, he would eventually torture and kill them with their souls trapped in the nightmarish realm of an abandoned fairground. Okay.
1: That's it. I couldn't find much on this guy. Eerily similar to the plot of jack frost starring michael keaton i don't know if you've ever seen that. then that's where of michael course, keaton gets turned this, into yeah. a a snowman uh and he has to like i don't know like win a snowboarding competition to save his boy's life and his boy's admiration and love or something i don't know so if a snowman became <laughs> real like michael keaton that's right i mean his dick's a carrot right <laughs> <laughs> right 100 i mean that's the thing is like you know if you were to melt away some of the crotch area, yes, you would see a carrot dick, and that would... I think that was a deleted scene. Yeah. No, that sounds right.
0: <laughs> and, well, I like... I think of it like a dog. You know how a dog, when it gets... When it gets an erection, I guess, it, the, it like, of comes course. out? Of course. We all think about this. Yeah, the carrot... Tennis podcast listeners. <laughs> Aren't, isn't everyone glad they're listening today? Yeah. <laughs> you get to hear about children being killed, old Rugrat yeah. episodes, and now uh-huh. snowman dicks. Anyway. That's Laughing Jack. He seemed kind of generic to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, playing off that clown fear, I have no fear of clowns. My first clown interaction as a child was a very sad clown for hire sitting outside of a, like, Payless Shoes, or Carnival Shoes, I think, actually. Carnival Shoes opened up down the street or somewhere near me in the city, and they hired a very sad clown Mm -hmm. who I think just wore a wig and some makeup, and then he had, like, a Bears windbreaker and jeans. And he just smoked a cigarette outside the carnival shoes. So from that moment on, I've just kind of seen clowns as, um, you just kind of keep your distance. They're, they're yeah. going through some stuff. He needed those, um, what do you call them?
0: The Big clown shoes. No, the fucking overalls you guys just talked about.
1: The, oh, hybrid performance denim yes. overalls. Thank raw you. denim overalls. Yes. That. That's what he needed. Thank you. Of course, those abandoned you and took you to the bunker. So I don't know. Yes. Not a good idea. Yes, they did. Yes. Another
0: fabulous abduction story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Speaking of abduction, there's a... Not the word abduction, but kind of close to the word abduction is abandoned, maybe? They both start with A-B. Okay, we're playing a weird version of Wordle, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard of Abandoned by Disney creepypasta?
1: Abandoned by Disney? Yes, sir. Um, No, I have not heard of this.
0: I hadn't heard of it either. And of all the creepypastas I have today, this is the one I could find the least information on. Okay. It says that Abandoned by Disney... Was written by sl- somebody named Slime Beast. Maybe it's that Candyland asshole again. <laughs> Writing posters <creepypastas laughs> in his spare time.
1: Slime Beast definitely sounds like the next SoundCloud rapper that I have no frame of reference for anymore. Like, I'm listening to Slime Beast. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Isn't it sad how quickly we became old <laughs> yeah. when it comes to like current music? I mean, I don't know if you're anything like me, Nick, but I feel like I've been 60 years old since I was 12. I've been like, yeah, I really like Fleetwood Mac. People are like, what? You're in good company. Listen to the new LMFAO song. I'm like, who?
0: (laughs) Oh, man. We got to do another podcast on, like, current music. (laughs) What
1: about rumors, man? (laughs)
0: I think you're going to do better guessing creepypastas you've never heard of than you would, like, the top 10, like, songs on the radio right now.
1: (laughs) Dude, 100% true. 100% true.
0: Anyway, this this guy named Slime Beast, who might be a Spotify rapper (laughs) or the guy on the Candyland board game. He wrote the story called Abandoned by Disney. It's about a man exploring an abandoned Disney resort called uh, Mowgli's Place. Mowgli, like the uh, kid Jungle in Book. Jungle Book. The story's climax comes when the man finds a room marked Character Prep 1, which is inhabited by photo negative mascots that seem to be alive. He flees when he witnesses one of them rip off its own head.
1: <laughs> that's when you want to stay, dude. That's, that's, the, the show is just starting. <laughs>
0: He ran away before. This guy's an uh. idiot.
1: <laughs> not a creepy boss. He's a dumbass. This is just some guy <laughs> that went to Disney and ran away. That's the story. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> this is a guy with a mascot fear. He's like uh, that one basketball player whose name escapes me. But um, that one, yeah. Oh yeah, totally that Brooke one. Brook Lopez or Robin Lopez, one of the two. They're brothers. But um, yeah, this is just a guy with a mascot fear. Like, come on. Yeah. What are we doing? We won't find him at any furry conventions. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: he's not going to furry con anytime soon. Well, since I couldn't find much on this, I did uh, jot down two reviews of this creepypasta. It's set, one of them says, this is the best creepiest creepypasta I've ever read in my life. I literally had Mickey Mouse phobia for like a week or two. To that I say, you don't need to read this creepypasta to have a Mickey Mouse phobia. Yeah. Uh, one more says, this is a long read, but totally worth it. Brings back memories of your favorite childhood Disney movies before it destroys everything Disney for you. Wow.
1: Big Disney guy, Nick? You big Disney guy? Uh, I don't know if I'd
0: say I'm a big Disney guy, but I see a good, share, uh, yeah. a good bit of Disney movies, especially since yeah. I've
1: had my kids. Right. And my cat. No, I feel that. And your cat. Cat yeah. and kids, that's right. You gotta show your cat. Oh, man. There's actually Aristocats. a... Yeah, the aristocrat cats. there you go. Yes, good yeah. pull, good pull. But not 101 <laughs>
0: Dalmatians. She doesn't no. like that one.
1: No, 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 no. Are you a big Disney guy, Art? <laughs> no, I... I, I Think I'm like you, I'm just like, I'm a normal Disney person, like, it was a part of my childhood, it's a frame of reference for me, it's the common parlance of our generation
0: <laughs> True.
1: You know, and I enjoy them, but uh, I'm not like in a Disney adult, where I'm like dressing up with Mickey ears and being like, we're going to Disney this year again It's, well, it's like so okay. weird that you wouldn't do that It's really normal <laughs> to do that <laughs> I know, I'm a very abnormal person What can it's I true. say? <laughs> All
0: right, well, that was Abandoned by Disney at 10. Let me ask you about... Let's do number two. Have you oh, heard okay. of
1: a creepypasta based on a video game? <sighs> Zelda, in fact. Wow, based on Zelda? Yep. Wow. Um, I don't know. Is this, is this something like Ganondorf, you know? <laughs> no. Friggin' like i don't know like, no
0: fan fiction no Ganondorf fucking zelda or anything okay. like that so
1: okay it's not all right well there goes my frame of reference um no i haven't heard anything involving uh sweet you know link and, and zelda and all the crew and uh, all those wonderful games you a zelda player video game player yeah 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 i haven't played any of the big ones like i've never played ocarina of time or mm-hmm. wind waker but I have played Link to the Past, Link's Awakening, and obviously Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Which is, I mean, a friggin' that masterpiece man. over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's such an awesome game. So, um. You, you said think, Majora's I, I mean, sorry, go ahead. I did not play Majora's Mask either. I missed out on some of those. I had a PlayStation 1 as a kid, I didn't have an N64. Oh, you fucking idiot. I know. Well, you fucking idiot it's the number one thing i blame my parents for is buying me that fucking playstation one so that i'm i'm sitting here being like well what about spyro the dragon guys and all my friends are like shut up nerd we're talking about mario 64 it's like okay so true and now i had a
0: playstation as well but i wasn't dumb enough to not also have an n64 at the same time
1: (laughs) i fucked up big time as a kid that's why that's why i'm at where i'm at today yeah i need to have talk with your parents i know they're listening Getting abducted every week yeah (laughs) well this is called
0: uh it's number two and it's called ben drowned okay i'll tell you about the zelda tie-in here in a second ben drowned was first published by alexander hall as an online serial and web series with chapters released daily between september or in september 2010 on a 4chan board ben drowned tells the story of a college student only identified as a jaducible jaducible i think Guns and tight. Who buys a, a used copy of the video game The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask From an elderly man at a yard sale First of all, there's no elderly man in the history of the fucking world That owns Majora's Mask Zelda So <laughs> No, there isn't No <laughs> deducible. he buys the game from this mysterious old man But he's plagued over the course of a single week By the presence of a seemingly omniscient being called Ben The second arc of the story, titled Moon Children follows the public emergence of a mysterious cult known as the moon children who worship the moon by way of human sacrifice finally long story short society collapses all because of this fucking video game i guess i didn't read the whole thing okay so did you get all that (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is feeling a little bit like a like, TV show version of Game of Thrones or something, or yeah. even the, the newer Star Wars movies, which is kind of like, how did we end up here? Like, what, how, how is this happening? Like, Where are we at? Like, Totally. You know?
0: Well, I agree. This one doesn't sound great, but apparently it's, it is great because this, yeah. this write-up says it's one of the most popular web serials on the internet with a viewership in the hundreds of thousands and has been widely recognized as both an example of a modern urban legend and a major influence in helping to establish and legitimize creepypasta as a literary genre. Wow. That's
1: big words there for that. Yeah. I could win the, the annual, the creepies, the glutens, the glutens. The, <laughs> <laughs> take the it back. bootens. I don't know. Eh, I'm stretch. editing this. I'm <laughs> editing that out. <laughs> I don't want people to unsubscribe. That <laughs> oh quickly. god! Oh boy! I'm I'm hurting. Them. I'm seeing the listeners. This is live. They're going. They're tanking. <laughs> <laughs> they're pulling at their callers. Like, oh, come on, guys! This is getting rough. Yikes! Uh, what did Nick do? <laughs> <laughs> this. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I, I'm not knocking this. I'm I'm open to this story. I'm open to this web serial. I I I might check it out just to see what's up, how we get to where we're going with these different things that you're telling me. But um. Yeah. And at first glance, it seems like a wild ride. I don't know if I'm ready for it. I'd agree with that. Yeah, that's Ben
0: drowned. It's number two. So you actually have six, seven, eight left.
1: Six, seven,
0: eight. Wow. Let's talk about number eight first. This is about a dog. Do you know any creepy pastas about dogs, canines? No. 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 It's called Smile Dog. Aw. Yeah. Well, this is this isn't like a creepy, but it seems like a cute pasta. A cute pasta. An Adora pasta. I agree. An Adora pasta. Yeah, sounds like it at first, but it's actually, it's a cursed image. Oh, no. The exact origin of this creepypasta is unknown, but is rumored to have first posted on the paranormal board of 4chan in 2008. Smile Dog is a supernatural entity that takes the form of a demonic husky and forces people into spreading his image all over the internet. Otherwise, he'll kill you.
1: Sounds silly. I just looked it up. Yeah. I know this one. I'm familiar with that image. Yeah, most people have seen this image. I fucking hate that image. God damn it. (laughs) Well, now you're going to (laughs) die. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) I guess I was already, but I just don't know when. Yeah, everyone
0: listening, (laughs) just be comforted. We're not losing an N64 player, we're losing a PlayStation
1: (laughs) 1 player, so I think we're okay. Yeah, some weirdo played way too much Crash Bandicoot (laughs) and Tekken. Crash Bandicoot, okay, that's a quality series. Yes, yes
0: it is. Smile Dog is supposedly haunted. Uh, the image is dating back to the beginnings of the internet and has a reputation for driving those who view it insane, making its victims view it in their mind's eye at every turn. So, art, prepare to see that.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan of that image. I've definitely seen it. I'm definitely familiar with it. I didn't know the name of it, but um, it's another. It's it's like Jeff the Killer, where it's like this cursed, burnt image of some kind of dog or something that they did photoshopping mm-hmm. on and. Um, they always spoiler it, or they'll like, put it at the end of a GIF or something, and then like you're watching it, and you're like, oh, this is funny, and then like boom, it gets you. Yep, totally. Yeah,
0: And I think the next one we're going to talk about is like that, uh, which is the rake, number seven. Do Google search for that. I think you've seen this picture. Okay. This is
1: anything like the yard work tool. It's not like the yard tool. Oh, I've seen this, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. This is a good one. I yeah. like this one. Yeah, me too. This is
0: number 7, The Rake It originated on 4chan In 2005 A thread was started by an anonymous user Who stated, hey, let's make a new monster And they did (laughs) (laughs) And and so it began (laughs) The Rake is a strange Humanoid creature whose sightings have been reported On four different continents Occasionally being referred to as a skinwalker With the earliest known account being A mariner's log in 1691 Wow Named for its massive, incredibly sharp claws, the rake lacerates its victims in their sleep and in some cases, whispers to them in a frightening voice. Those fortunate enough to survive a sighting of the rake suffer from the traumatizing thoughts for the rest of their life. But the rake is not always evil. Sometimes it just prances around in the wilderness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like this critter. I want to be friends with this guy. This guy needs a hug. Yeah. Tormenting thoughts. I mean, welcome to life in 2022, my friend. Come on. Who doesn't? Right. Yeah. And it's like, who hasn't just pranced around in the wilderness at least once? Or if you haven't, you want to. What else do you do in the wilderness? Yeah. I mean, you're hiding a dead body or you're prancing. Right. You're hiding the bodies or you're prancing. That's it. That's all we do as humans. That's right.
0: So the rake has been alive for hundreds of years. And there's actually a 2018 film on 2 TV and Amazon Prime. Okay. But one of the reviews on the website says that they have proof this thing actually exists. Video, news, pictures, it's not something anyone would want to be real because of its blood-curdling appearance. Wow. So, Art, Mr. Bunker might have another conspiracy for you to look into because apparently some people think this guy's real. Yeah. Guy or gal, excuse me. So assume it's gender.
1: Apparently this thing that started on, on 4chan that was clearly originated from somewhere and has a clear... Uh, thread of where it started might be real i mean we don't know absolutely blood curdling man they always use that term huh yeah curdled blood what was
0: the other one we read brain abusing or something yes
1: brain brain abusing or something like that it's like these are some fun adjectives really when you think about it
0: gotta look now there's never
1: any like nipple twisting or like you know (laughs) like um, like like tickling foot tickling like those are Uh things that get me like No one's curdling. I've never even seen curdled blood. I mean, brain abuse, I guess I can get that, but... It was brain assaulting. I just looked it up. Brain assaulting, yes. Yeah. But now I'm just thinking about a brain with legs walking around assaulting people. (laughs) (laughs) And that's now an origin of our creepypasta, (laughs) the assaulting brain. So it starts with Albert (laughs) Einstein's
0: brain being taken for science. That's right. And we go from there. A quick interruption here to ask you, do you know what's even creepier than these creepy pastas? The fact that your ass still isn't a Tennis Pod Plus member, which means you might be missing our latest bonus episode. Have you ever thought about what a Seinfeld reunion might look like? I recently sat down with a Seinfeld expert and we each drafted our favorite characters for a hypothetical reunion episode. Now we're asking you to vote on whose Seinfeld reunion would be better. To listen and to vote. Become a Tennis Pod Plus member. It's easy. takes just a few seconds to sign up. You'll gain access to dozens of other exclusive bonus episodes as well, not to mention ad-free versions of main episodes like the one you're listening to now, and more. To sign up, go to tennispod.com/slash-plus. Giddy up! All right, you just have one left. It's number six. Okay, eyeless Jack. Eyeless Jack. Look him up. Tell me if you've seen his ass. Okay. okay. He uh, originated in a 2012 story from wiki user
1: Azelf5000. I've never seen this.
0: I hadn't either, but I don't know. Maybe you there's had. some
1: fun anime photos of it, though. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: So Jack is a man eating, enigmatic serial killer with a craving for human organs.
1: Again, it's just oh. living in
0: 2022. Am I right?
1: Yeah. I mean, how else are you going to get vitamin K? Is there a vitamin K? Anything in the liver? I don't know. You don't fucking know what you're talking (laughs) about. Maybe I should have gone with, like, iron. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I've never eaten a dead body, okay? I don't know what you're you're insinuating here, Nick. I definitely haven't either. Yeah. (laughs) Wink. You're going to cut that out, though, right? (laughs) Yeah, we'll edit that. Okay, yeah.
0: Eyeless Jack appears as a humanoid figure in an all-black hoodie and dark jeans. He dons a deep blue mask with large black empty eye sockets. In the original story, a man named Mitch moves in with his brother Edwin. Come on. (laughs) I'm not buying this story already. (laughs) (laughs) Mitch and Edwin, come on. Mitch moves in with Edwin after uh, his house is foreclosed. Now that part, I believe. Yeah. A week later, Mitch wakes up with a large gash on his cheek. After going to the hospital, the doctor reveals that Mitch's left kidney had been surgically removed overnight. Around midnight that night, Mitch wakes to see eyeless Jack over his bed, wearing a blue mask with black liquid dripping from empty eye sockets behind the mask. And there's more, but that's that's
1: the basic premise.
0: Wow. Jack loves organs.
1: Well, then you know what? He should join the church choir or something, because he can play all the organs he wants. That's a bad joke. First of all... (laughs) I almost said something like that, and I stopped, because I said that's not funny. Uh, No, I'll go there. I'll take whatever I can get, low-hanging fruit or not. You're stealing a kidney. I'm not afraid of this. You have two. You can live with one. True. Secondly, Eyeless Jack definitely looks like the classic edgy kid in high school. Mm-hmm. Sits in the back of the class. Yep. He's really into Jack Skellington. We all know this character. Some of us were this character. Nick. Correct. Um, I won't deny it. <laughs> I won't deny it, but this is this is what it feels like to me. Um, This is a cute one. This is a cutie pasta and an adorable pasta. This is not a creepy pasta. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> I'll agree that it's not that scary, but I'll,
0: I'll stop short of it being adorable <laughs> that this serial killer steals your organs in your sleep.
1: No, that's very cute. It's very tender. It just wants a little memento of you. It's like how you would, you know, Nick, how we would both, we both did this. We would have a locket of someone's hair, it's a secret admirer of ours. You, mean, uh, would, you know, take a locket of someone's hair. You know, these are normal things. Yeah, well, for the sake of not making you feel uncomfortable, I'll agree that
0: sure, that's a very normal thing. All right.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Well, you know, did
0: you ever steal kidneys? Just tell me that. Listen, you know, did you have kidneys period? Were they given to you?
1: Okay. Well, you know, sometimes you're low on funds. You sure. are really tired of eating, you know, cup ramen in college and sure. you just need to do something. You get desperate and yeah. Okay. Maybe you steal a couple kidneys. It's not a big deal. You have two. you can live with one. Yeah. professor who failed me in biology well, like, yeah. i mean get over god it. gave us two for a reason
0: <laughs> yeah for eyeless jack to come take it exactly my last note is that the author of eyeless jack had the story removed from creepypasta wiki after jeff the killer met his downfall admitting to being ashamed of his creation despite its huge following so apparently this author was ashamed of i don't know it didn't mm go into detail but i'm wondering if like maybe there's like a true crime that was inspired kind of like the slender
1: man thing okay i'm no. intrigued yeah um yeah all right maybe eyeless jack maybe i will uh recant what i said and um have to make an apology podcast not adorable anymore <laughs> not adorable anymore and um yeah i don't know i'm not above recanting my previous statements i i come gotcha. out bold i come out at like an 11 and then i get brought down to like a six or a five and that's just how i roll fair enough know?
0: Well, how are you on this list as a whole? You think you're a six or a five?
1: <laughs> I think this is a great list. I think this is a fun list. Uh, who doesn't like a good, uh, who, who doesn't like a good creepy boss? I think it's a frame of reference that a lot of people can relate to. And um, yeah, I think this is a solid list. There's some heavy hitters on here, man. Yeah. I mean, the top, top three, top four, they're, they're crushing it. Sure. And again, I
0: mean, I, th- I thought this would be interesting to do because again, all of us I assume anyone listening to this podcast is familiar with, like, uses the internet on a regular basis, <laughs> and you've probably yeah. seen these things, and now you know the origins for them, so... That's right. You're fucking welcome. Let me go back through those top ten. Top ten best creepypastas of all time, as voted on by the readers of thetop10s.com. Number ten is Abandoned by Disney. It had the mascot that ripped its own head off. Nine is Laughing Jack. This is the imaginary friend that gets forgotten about, so he goes and kills you. Number eight is Smile Dog, the cursed image of the smiling demonic husky. Number seven is The Rake. He's the one that prances in the wilderness. Yes, he likes to have fun. Number six is Eyeless Jack, the one we last talked about. Number five is Squidward Suicide. I'd say one of the more disturbing ones.
1: Yeah, R.I.P. Squidward. hmm
0: Number four is, I think, the scariest, The Russian Sleep Experiment. Number three is Slender Man. Number two is Ben Drowned. That's the one with uh, the Legend of Zelda tie-in. Number one, Jeff the Killer. We did it. Solid list. I would
1: say great job, Art, but I think you only guessed two of them, hmm. so
0: <laughs> I don't know if that qualifies.
1: Do I at least meet, like, Brandon's standards here? Like, I mean, oh. you know, I don't know, like...
0: Yeah, well, there's, a, there's, like, an empty water bottle at my feet. That, that fucking water bottle meets Brandon's standards. So, Ooh. you're... damn. good. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'll take it. Hey, I'm, I'll take what I can get. We miss you, Brandon. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> All right, Art. What do you think is the scariest of all the ones we talked about?
1: You know, I think you're right. I think it's, it's got to be that Russian sleep experiment one. I think things involving sleep are scary because it's something that it's real. is universally related to, you know? Yeah. Sleep deprivation is a scary thing. It's not a fun thing. And uh, the idea that you can't fall asleep or that things are happening to you while you are sleeping is, um, I mean, that's just, uh, that's just the human experience, my man.
0: It is interesting because, like, sleep. It's a fact. If you're sleep deprived for a certain amount of time, you're going to start hallucinating. Yeah. Who knows what else. Which is just fucking fascinating. Hallucinating. Like seeing fucking shit that's not there just because you didn't sleep. Yeah. Like that just
1: sleep deprivation is like it is definitely a form of torture. Like it is considered mm-hmm. yeah, very inhumane to like sleep deprive people for more than I don't know. Like yeah, it's it's pretty quick too. Like 3 days and you're already like, "Whoa, dude." Yeah. Like it's like seen straight out of Dumbo, but um <laughs> Dumbo, you know, speaking of Disney. Yeah, got to have that Disney tie-in. Hey, let's do a quick segue
0: from my discussion with Art and read a few podcast reviews. Every week on the show, I read reviews from Podchaser, from Good Pods, from Apple Podcasts. And I'm going to start with one this week from the Strange Air Pod on Podchaser. They said, you ever sit in a bar and listen in on the conversation going on next to you and want to jump in with your own opinion? That's what Brandon and Nick have going on in tennis. Their conversations about the current week's topic are well-researched, irreverent, humorous, and self-deprecating. I really enjoyed the Quentin Tarantino episode, and I even learned a few new facts. They have a new fan. Well thanks, Strange AirPod, and in honor of Quentin Tarantino, two big toes up to you. He has a foot fetish, you know. Anyway, thank you. The next one comes from Cowboy Way on Apple. They say, This show is a must-follow. From the production of the show to the chemistry between these two, it is nothing short of amazing. You have no choice but to start listening now. (laughs) That was a statement. Let me read it again. This comes from Cowboy Way. Quote, you have no choice but to start listening now. I agree. I think we need to start playing that on airways across radio and television immediately. Kind of like a stress signal. Let's make it happen. If any of my listeners out there are high-ranking government officials, hit me up. We'll see what we can do. Anyway, appreciate those reviews. If you want me to read your review, no matter how outlandish or fucking weird it might be, just leave me a review and I will read it on a future episode. Now let's get back to my discussion with Art. Well, you said it, sleep deprivation is like torture or is torture. And that's a great segue. Art, why don't you tell us about the torture that is your podcast? Give us one final plug. Maybe give
1: us, you know, a few recent episodes or episodes coming up that the listeners can look out for geez louise some recent episodes i didn't have this queued up but you can um you can find us at uh, mr we recently did here's a fun one we recently did you might like uh, nick it was pig stealing pancake loving alien encounters i'm in um this was a two for one two alien encounters for the price of one we did some ohio university hauntings we did the bible code the vertical plane men in black and we've got. Uh, I'll, I'll give a little sneak preview for what's coming up. We've got uh, a very famous cryptid coming up on the oh, show. Oh, really? So, and you know, mm-hmm. you
0: didn't mention it, but I'll mention it for you. Your podcast has done all the classics too, like all the all the big time That's conspiracies right. that everyone's heard of, like the moon landing and Bigfoot, uh, the Bell Witch, mm-hmm. John Benet Ramsey, like all the all the classic conspiracies and lesser known conspiracies too. Uh, like, I just finished today the Ohio uh, University hauntings, and that was a really uh, fun episode. So, yeah, can't recommend uh, Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time enough.
1: Thank you, Nick. That was very kind of you. And, um, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. All it's been so fun having you on, my man. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, this was great. This was a great list. I had a lot of fun being here. I can't wait for the complimentary hot dog that I'm going to get in the mail that you ship to all guests of the show. Yeah. It'll come from Brandon. The return address will be Brandon on that. Oh, all right. And I should expect that soon. Do you have like a tracking number I can, I can get a hold of or something like this that? Is, hot
0: dogs are really Brandon's
1: department. He, he specializes okay. in them, so I'll have to get back to you on that. All right. As all the listeners know already. All right. Well, you just uh, you keep finishing Sopranos so we can share memes.
0: Hey, maybe I got to have you back on to do a Sopranos episode when I finish. Maybe? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'd l- I'm, uh, I'm in the last season right now. So. Oh, it's so good. Getting close. Yeah. All right. Well, Art, has been a ton of fun. And the next time I see you, you better have a creepypasta famous already.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll work on our Gumby Cinematic Universe <laughs> together, Nick. Sounds good. <laughs> to the listeners, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, please follow the show at Tennis Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and on Reddit. Every week on Reddit, we post uh, the first look at that next week's episode, so you should definitely check out our subreddit. And you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the TheNickAmel, that's E-M-E-L. I'll be back next week with a new guest sidekick host for episode 164. Keep it creepy. Thank you.